Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Well, hello there. And you join us here today to ask the question, is now a good time to buy a Rolex? Join me in person live for our Watchfinder YouTube US tour. I'm visiting Boston, New York and Philadelphia to present a live show about some of the things I've learned about watches and the journey I've had along the way. If you want to come, you can RSVP in the links in the description below. I look forward to seeing you all there. Tom, you and I, with our many millions of pounds that we have squandered away, have been waiting for the opportune time to buy a Rolex. They peaked at the beginning of 2022 and they've been dropping. Maybe they've stabilised. Maybe they haven't. Are you thinking about buying a Rolex any point soon? You're quite often asking, is now a good time to buy a Rolex? And I never know the answer. Um... But for me, when when I finally got enough Seikos I need, then then I might think about buying a Rolex. But um, <laughs> it's not quite yet. So it is the big question. And of course, dear viewer and listener, anything we say about the future prices of Rolex are merely um, speculation. We don't have a crystal ball, so please don't take it as fact. Um, but let's have a look, Tom, at what's been going on mm. that may help us start to understand what might be to come. Big plug to watch charts who gather up a lot of very, very useful data on the market. Uh, link in the description below. If we have a look at the overall market, Tom, yeah, uh, it started climbing up at the beginning of COVID. It peaked at the beginning of 2022. It dropped back down again. Around May this year, there was a little hump and it's it slipped back down some more. Um, but that's an overall market trend and it doesn't necessarily indicate everything that is true of all mm -hmm. brands it is it is an average of that yeah so you're probably familiar with some of the brands that have dropped the hardest i'm aware of like the hot ticket items like your, your nautiluses and your royal oaks um those have started to uh, tail off a bit now um We've seen a cooling off on those ones. Those are coming back down. Those had no mid-May peak in 2023. They continue to trend on a downward scale. But what's interesting is that on the opposite end of that, all of the brands that you wouldn't consider to be hype brands like Omega, Cartier, Breitling, Tag Heuer have actually fared very well. So if you look at Omega, they, they aren't at where they were in the peak, but they're not far off. And Cartier is similar. Um, Breitling is basically at its 2022 peak. It did drop down, but it's come back up again. And uh, Tag Heuer is the same. It's very, very close to still being at that 2022 peak. What's interesting about Rolex is it seems to take the average between the APs and the Patek Philippe's and those other non-hype brands like Omega and Cartier and split the difference, which actually makes it a really good barometer for the market as a whole and reflects much of the overall market data too, which kind of makes sense because most watches bought and sold are Rolex. They're the biggest selling watch brand. Yeah. But what makes this interesting is that when you break Rolex down by model, 
you start to see that some of those pieces are actually raising an eyebrow, starting to make me think, are we getting to a time where buying a Rolex as an enthusiast is the right thing to do? Because I don't think that they're going to come down to pre-COVID levels. I just don't think that's going to happen. No. Um, but I do think that they have come down to a point where it starts to make sense for someone who is buying to keep it for five years, ten years, etc. And after all, that's that's really what the people like you and I have been waiting for. And um, I think it's worth having a look at a handful of popular Rolex models just to see that trend in action. Mm. Um, I'll start off with one that nobody ever thought would be something anywhere near close to RRP. And it's kind of not, but it is, but it's not. I'll show you what I mean. So the Rolex Daytona 116500LN with the black bezel at its peak was a 35-40,000 pound watch. Yeah. Nobody could get one. You still can't get them at RRP. They're incredibly difficult to get. For some reason, the white dial is still trending pretty strong. It's still in the high 20s. But the black dial version is trending right down at the bottom of the 20s. RRP, £12,700, so it's still not at RRP, but it's getting closer. And it's probably getting close enough to the point where it's not going to change a whole lot. And that's the really hard bit, isn't it? Is knowing when to buy before things go back up again. Yeah, I mean, the problem is with that one is that that's a deleted model. That's not the new Daytona anymore, is it? That's just, that's yesterday's news. It is. It is. You're absolutely right. That's the old one. Um, but some people may prefer it because it doesn't have a stupid metal ring around the bezel. So True. you never know. Yeah. Daytona classic. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the taste of new Daytona. <laughs> yeah. Um, a similar story with the No Date Submariner 114060. Again, a discontinued model, very similar to the contemporary model. That is almost at RRP. It's so close that oh, you could reach out and touch it. Yeah. Um, the Explorer 2 Black Dial, that's a, that is a current model. That is basically at RRP now. It generally seems to be that black dial models don't fare as well as white dial models. I don't know why that is. Do you prefer black or white? I think white's quite fresh. That's quite nice, isn't it? It's a bit of a change. Maybe that's it. Maybe the black dial makes people think... Whichever one's the cheapest. Which one's the cheaper one? Black dial. Oh, okay. Yeah, black dial then. Yeah, that's my favourite. <laughs> um... If we go right back to the early GMT2 ceramics, the 116710LN, that's now at RRP. Uh, the Yachtmaster 116622 Blue Dial, again, that's at RRP. So granted, in many of these cases, you're looking at an older model or a discontinued version of, but close enough that yeah. if you want a ceramic GMT, if you want the Yachtmaster, if you want a Submariner ceramic, you can get one without having to sit in a queue. Um, and the great thing about those models as well is that because it's all part of the Rolex collective, they all go up and down together. But I imagine for many people who have just been thinking for the last five years, I'd really just like a Submariner. I just want a Submariner. I just want a yeah. Daytona. I, I'm happy with the black dial one. I'm happy without it having fancy bells and whistles. Mm. We're starting to feel like now is a really, really good time to start cracking open those piggy banks and, and getting ready to purchase. My concern is, upon highlighting this, Andrew, are you going to create some sort of a rush, uh, maybe manufacture some hype, <laughs> and thus elevate prices and demand once again? Um, or do you think this is stable? Or mean, I mean, you, you, 
we we don't as you said we don't have crystal balls but like how long is this gonna last well now you say that i don't want anyone to know about this because i want <laughs> to buy them for cheaper and i regret everything <laughs> i've just said yeah but I, I yeah this this is this is my genuine belief again it is not a prediction please don't base your decisions solely off the blabberings of an idiot like myself <laughs> but i'm one of those people who has owned a rolex in the past would like to have another one hasn't been able to get one has been waiting for an opportune moment and i think now is starting to be it that is iterated as well by the fact that people are starting to say that they are getting what used to be waitlist models either immediately oyster perpetuals date justs new or after a month or two so a black dial black bezel submariner a month or two wait and they're getting one of those so it's generally indicating that um, the market cooldown is also down to an increase in supply as well, which, to be honest, in the long run, is all better. Having crazy hype around this stuff for long-term stability isn't good. And I would say that buying a Rolex for an investment isn't about buying it now to sell it in six months' time for twice as much. It's about buying it now to enjoy and keep over five to ten years, knowing that if you had to sell it, you're going to get your money back at the very least. Yeah, I like I like that. I'd like the idea of just cutting through the noise and everyone just being able to enjoy the watch that they want to and there not to be this any as many caveats. Um, obviously, they're highly desirable. You've got to save up for it most of the time. But um, yeah. But yeah, you really want to be able to just see the one you want and get it at a price that you're happy with and not have to um, dance for anyone. So there you go, dear viewer and listener. Perhaps no more dancing required. Let me know what you think is going on with the market down in the comments below. Please also bear in mind again that uh, what we say isn't predictions of the future. We aren't Mystic Meg or her international cousins. And I look forward to seeing you at the US events coming up very soon. Thank you. Goodbye. everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.